It is a speech given each year by Guam's chief executive, the governor of Guam, the State of the Island Address. The speech is the policy statement that will drive decisions of the office of the governor for the next 12 months. What did the 2021 edition say to our island residents and bureaucrats in the region and Washington, D.C.? A dive into the annual address on That's It, That's All. You are listening to That's It, That's All with Sean DiMatato. This is That's It, That's All. I am the host of the podcast, Sean Gumatautau. That's It, That's All is brought to you by Get LLC, this consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm in Guam serves both public and private sector organizations in Micronesia and the Western Pacific. Need support on writing that small business safety plan? Want an LED lighting solution for your commercial facility? They are a click of a mouse away on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. Don't wait. Check them out. How many times am I going to say that the response to this podcast has been awesome? I guess you will have to go back and listen to each and every episode to date if you haven't done so already to find out. A warm holiday to those listening in Ancona, Italy, along the Adriatic Sea, and in Marsala in Sicily. Can't forget the growing group of listeners in Dallas, Texas, including a special hello to our listeners down the Interstate 45 in Cyprus, Texas, and half a day to those listeners in the city of Logan in Hawking County, Ohio. The listenership is growing with each episode. Can't forget the listeners in my home village of Talafofo. Thank you all for listening. Based on the response, this podcast is catchy, don't you think? Thanks for having the podcast on your drive from one end of Paradise Guam to the other. Again, be sure to bring it along on your next road trip, gym workout, or maybe the time on your computer has, has a friendly and familiar voice in mind to keep you company each and every step of the way. Thanks to our friends at RedCircle.com in getting the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Amazon Music. That's it. That's all is also on iHeartRadio and Pandora. Good stuff coming soon for sure. And remember to subscribe or follow us. Click that button to do so right now. For this particular podcast, I am proud to tell you that as part of my decade of service to the people of Guam, I assisted in the writing of the eight State of the Island Address speeches for former Guam Governor Felix P. Camacho. There's no question that this speech is important on so many different fronts. From 2003 to 2010, I either assisted with or led the creation of this important policy statement for the office of the governor, while the executive branch was simultaneously preparing for and or submitting the executive budget for the new fiscal year of the entirety of the government of Guam. Mandated by the Organic Act of Guam, the expenditure and policy plan by Guam's chief executive is what drives the State of the Island Address. From the inaugural policy address of Guam's first elected governor, Carlos G. Camacho, in 1970, to the most recent State of the Island Address by incumbent Governor Lou Leon Guerrero, the speech has the government, private sector, and community members listening with great interest. This is not a speech that is hatched out the weekend before it is 
given. In fact, the State of the Island Address is prepared months before the delivery. It has been given at varying times on or after the executive budget submission by the governor's office on January 31st to the Guam legislature each and every year. Putting my former journalist hat on for just a bit, these speeches make headlines in the newspapers and the television and radio newscast for the words or actions shared in it. In 1980, then-Guam Governor Paul Calvo describes the times the speech was given as the, quote, decade of Guam's emergence. Ten years later, then-Guam Governor Joe Atta started the State of the Island Address with these words, quote, Guam is in the midst of a revolution, close quote. Governor Atta telling those in attendance at the time that these years will be remembered as the time of the great reissuance of your spirit and our pride. Nearly 12 years to the day, in 2002, then-Guam Governor Carl Gutierrez painted a grim picture of Guam's public and private sectors in his eighth and final address, saying at the time, quote, We are in a state of fiscal and economic urgency, end quote. The Asian economic crisis and a SARS epidemic was looming. Then, Less than a year later, following two super typhoons, newly sworn-in Guam Governor Felix Camacho began the first of his eight speeches with a more optimistic tone. Quote, the future of our island belongs in the greatest hands we know, yours, the people of Guam. Close quote. In 2011, then-Guam Governor Eddie Calvo would end the first of his eight addresses with this, quote, we were meant to make this our Guamanian century of prosperity. Make no mistake about it, who we are or where we come from, we are Guamanians. Close quote. Since the start of the Carlos Camacho administration, the State of the Island addresses have shared an outlook for our people and the executive branch plans of the U.S. territory for the year and beyond. Call it a showcase of leadership and priorities for the year ahead. The 2021 edition of the State of the Island Address marks the third of her term. In the grip of a global pandemic, the speech took on a different tone for the duration of the 50-minute address as Guam Governor Lou Leon Guerrero laid out her plans for the next 12 months. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. Okay. The sparse layout of members of the Guam legislature and a handful of dignitaries at the Guam Congress Hall on March 8, 2021, was again another telling reminder of the impact of the coronavirus on the U.S. territory for yet another year. The imagery was similar uh, to the swearing-in of the 36th Guam legislature back in January. The 15 senators in attendance uh, sitting six feet apart the diplomatic corps, military representatives, and select members of the governor's cabinet, they sat distanced and they wore masks. Over the past three months, this similar scene was being played out 
at state houses all across the United States. Well, Governor Leon Guerrero started the 2021 State of the Island Address, and she started with this, quote, COVID-19 stole a year from us, but it could not steal who we are for one another. The governor noted the public health effort to catch coronavirus efforts in the government quarantine facilities, the expanded testing capacity, and the use of technology to stem the tide of the invisible enemy. Transitioning to the economy, uh, Governor Leon Guerrero remarked on the cutting of the government of Guam deficit from $83 million to $47 million and the infusion of $1 billion in federal funds across a host of levels, benefiting small businesses, rent grants, and unemployment assistance. She then pivoted to one of her big policy proposals, calling on senators to push out legislation to create and fund its own unemployment trust. Governor Leon Guerrero committed the use of federal compact impact debt to be the seed of this program, which has been a missing component of supporting the modern local workforce. The governor also introduced a plan called Internet for All, which would provide internet access to all residents and bridge what she called in her speech the digital inequity gap. Now, it appears that the Leon Guerrero administration used the State of the Island Address to talk about this internet pilot program as thousands of island school children are still at home doing online learning in both public and private parochial schools and in higher education. A significant policy accomplishment of the Leon Guerrero administration, the legalization of recreational marijuana in her first year, the governor in her speech proposed to take the first $50 million in revenue from the legal sale of cannabis to end flooding in the island's tourist district, island beautification projects, cultural preservation initiatives, and to repair village roads. Additionally, Governor Leon Guerrero introduced a proposal creating a woman-owned business set-aside, which prioritizes women-led organizations in government of Guam procurement and related transactions. The trained nurse, Governor Leon Guerrero, used the latter half of her speech to highlight efforts in healthcare and public safety, including a reboot of executive branch efforts to build a new hospital in Guam to replace the aging Guam Memorial Hospital and to build a new headquarters for the Guam Department of Public Health, whose main offices were lost to a fire, and this was their facilities in Mingilao, in November 2019. Her last major policy ask of the attending senators was for, was for support of universal health care for Guam, which she noted in her 2020 State of the Island Address, telling lawmakers, quote, to build a stronger Guam, we must also admit what made us so vulnerable to COVID-19 in the first place, close quote. Governor Leon Guerrero then closed the speech with what her communications team called relief package priorities. Okay, that was on the embargoed uh, print version of the speech. Now, the governor noted the recent work on Capitol Hill for yet another COVID stimulus package and that it will do much to, quote, give my administration the flexibility to recover lost revenues and strengthen our ability to provide improved government services to our people, 
close quote. Governor Leon Guerrero shared her personal efforts to advocate to Congress and the uh, new Biden administration a key ask that sits in the federal law that's about to be passed by both the House and be signed by the president, and that is reimbursement of 100% of costs to fund earned income tax credit in the U.S. territory. Now, as Guam is a mirror code to the federal tax system, this single provision, the governor noted, has haunted the GovGuam budget for years. Then Governor Leon Guerrero would then use the close of her third State of the Island address, reflecting that delivering the speech, she was, quote, reminded of why I wanted to be your governor, a promise to deliver fair, safe, compassionate, and prosperous change you can trust, close quote. The governor noted that she would not play her job safe, point fingers, or do just enough to get her through the next election. Quoting former Democrat speaker, the late Ben Pangolinan, who served in the Guam legislature from 1993 to 2014, Governor Leon Guerrero said, quote, Today, in a time full of cynicism, political soundbites, and press releases, we must remember who we are as a people. Close quote. The governor ended with this particular quote. We will leave this land better than we found it. This podcast is sponsored by Get LLC, a consulting and specialty construction materials and supplies firm. Since 2012, they have provided valuable services to their customers across Micronesia and North America. Check them out on the World Wide Web at get-guam.com. They have a presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Get LLC. Find out today how they can best serve your business's specific needs. The reaction to Governor Leon Guerrero's speech was swift and mixed. Guam Democrat Party Chair Sarah Thomas Nedadog described the State of the Island Address to KWAM's The Link Radio program as simply, quote, incredible. In a press release by the Democratic Party of Guam, the State of the Island Address noted, quote, without a doubt, Guam has faced one of the most trying times in our history, but as history has shown, we will overcome this and become stronger as an island if we do it together, close quote. Democrat Speaker of the 36th Guam Legislature, Therese Terlahi, told KGUAM 570, quote, Unfortunately, I think we had to learn the hard way in our most challenging times when our positive cases were at their highest and public outcry was at its loudest, that including more of the community in the decision-making process and bringing the public along is the only way to gain their trust and their confidence to follow the guidelines in place to keep us all safe, close quote. In a press release, Republican Senator Joanne Brown called the State of the Island Address a self-authored progress report and, quote, I expected the governor to take off her rose-tinted glasses for just a moment so that we as lawmakers could have a clearer picture of the challenges ahead, close quote. Minority leader of the Guam legislature, Jim Moylan, in a written statement, quote, Thousands of island residents still wake up every morning, hoping that today is the day that they may be able to return to work, even with the potential infusion of over $660 million from the latest relief efforts 
it is unfortunate that no real plan is in place on how these funds will be expended, close quote. For me, some observations to share with you all. In working with Governor Felix Camacho and in preparation for his first State of the Island address, I went back and I read each and every one of the policy statements delivered by an elected Governor of Guam. Carlos Camacho, Ricky Berdalio, Paul Calvo, Ricky into his second term, Joe Ada, and Carl Gutierrez. I read and immersed myself into each and every one of their respective State of the Island addresses. I was astonished that regardless of political party, the words were chosen carefully. The references to their Organic Act mandated executive budget submission gave a glimpse into the economic realities that they were facing in supporting their goals of delivering important government services. I have to say that the historical implications of their respective State of the Island addresses that were offered, uh, they offered a glimpse into the most important issues of that day. I knew that the speech I was shepherding would need to do the same. I would come to know that their unique speech and perspective could only be done by the person that our people chose to lead our government. Seven speeches later, my service was complete. I've since watched the past 11 with the same interest as I did as an active participant in the State of the Island Address process, and the eight I covered as a journalist. Now, to the here and now, uh, Governor Leon Guerrero in her third State of the Island Address made no mention of her administration's recent submission of a $927.3 million budget to the Guam legislature and did not make a single reference to a plan to make up an approximate $29 million reduction in local revenues lost from the previous fiscal year. Obviously, this would be COVID-related. Now, many listening to the podcast right now and who may have read accounts of Governor Liu's address may say, Sean, didn't the governor mention $1 billion in federal help to Guam? While this may be true, the local coffers and the budget is controlled by the Guam tax base. Local economists could argue that there may be a multiplier effect from the federal stimulus, similar to what we would normally see from our core economic drivers like tourism and military expenditures. It's just like a aircraft carrier pulling into Guam and they say it uh, brings in $1 million a day into the island's uh, economy. So though optimistic, I believe that the impact of this federal infusion on the Guam economy remains to be seen, especially if these funds are not expected to land on Guam midway into the third quarter of the current fiscal year and may be uh, seen well into the second quarter of fiscal year 2022. Now also, the State of the Island Address is designed to lay out the plan of the executive branch for the year and beyond. Kind of like the comments from Senator Brown to the media. I don't think the governor of Guam telling the private sector that we all should rely on the federal cash infusion when most private sector employees were either laid off um, or the like gives absolutely no comfort um, to their bottom lines that were crushed by the pandemic. What many wanted to hear, including me, well, 
a plan to retrain our entire workforce, a plan for business grants to stabilize from the losses of nearly 12 months of closures, a plan for government modernization in 2021 and beyond. These matters were touched on very little in her 50-minute State of the Island address. Another noted absence was referencing the help in securing federal assistance by the current Guam delegate Mike Sinicholas. I got a lot of texts, emails, and phone calls on this in the hours after the speech and into the next morning. In her State of the Island address, the lack of a single reference by Governor Leon Guerrero was probably not in spite to our Guam congressman. But let's face it, you can't give kudos to someone who didn't play a part in securing federal dollars to the general public. My understanding, and according to senior administration staff, Governor Leon Guerrero took her request directly to the U.S. Congress through her Washington, D.C. office, led by former Guam delegate Madeline Berdalio. Now, the eight-term member of Congress and former Guam lieutenant governor and senator took the credit in a radio interview last week with KUAM. A silent helper to Guam as well, CNMI Representative Gregorio Sablon. The Saipan native Kilili carried the legislative water on a host of related COVID measures as part of his leadership role on the House Natural Resources Committee, where policy for all the U.S. territories is championed. Now, Congressman Sinicholas uh, is a ranking member on the House Financial Services Committee, which, based on news reports, has spent recent months on domestic terrorist financing, lending discrimination, student loans, and market volatility. Congressman Sinicholas, though, did advocate for help on emergency rental and homeless assistance for all Americans. But no mention by Governor Liu. Again, another example of a deep wedge uh, in her and her administration's relationship with the Guam delegate. Other observations, the writing team of the governor of Guam had Governor Liu address herd immunity from COVID-19 at the end of her speech. Though she referenced 20% of the island population was vaccinated, this number is, well, relatively small. Mostly the number is affected by delays primarily from winter storms, stopping the vaccine from getting through the supply chain and to Guam. Even more important than that, we did not hear a reference to herd immunity to a changing in the pandemic condition of readiness level. That would have been a huge boost to get people to sign up or maybe to motivate action to get vaccinated when doses are in fact getting to Guam. To me, it was just an opportunity lost, especially as the island makes the move to reopen. And that brings me to the reopen. Frankly, very little talk of it. No definitive date. No reference to a planned date to get the island back on its proverbial feet. Now, spending so much time in the lead-up on a July 21st deadline to get open, that important act, or at least the talk about it, didn't even see its way to the State of the Island address. Or maybe it was just a casualty of the editing process at Adeloupe in the final day before the speech was given at the Guam Congress building. As a speechwriter for eight of these speeches, I could go on and on and on. So many ways uh, the execution of the State of the Island address went off. Well, three down, one to go. Governor Leon Guerrero said, quote, changes never comes easy and no governor 
can make changes alone. End quote. So very true, as is the state of our island. But today and tomorrow is another day. That's it. That's all. If you like what you just listened to in this podcast, press subscribe or follow right now. More great content is on the way. Talk to you soon. The That's It, That's All podcast is produced by Sean Gamatata. Executive producer is Trisha Gamatata. Hit the subscribe or follow button and leave a review. Thanks for listening.